And now, making their way into the arena, hailing from the great pro wrestling state of Massachusetts, they are the hosts of the Top of the Cage podcast. Here are Bill and Juice. And thank you again, Rich Palladino, the voice of New England, always making us sound so good. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is I. I am the super producer. I am Bill, joined always by my tag team partner, my wrestling confidant. He is the future booking genius and the prince of pro wrestling podcasts. He is Justin Juice Cannon. Boom. Boom, baby. Juice, this week we have on the podcast somebody whose name has been said plenty of times by the voice of New England, Rich Palladino. He is one half of the Miracle Generation. He is one half of the Wrestling Open Eliminator I don't even know how to say it. I was Eliminator Cup Tag Team Champions. Eliminator Cup Tag Team Champions. He is Dustin Waller. Flush. Ah. Excited to have him on. Uh, I'm a big fan of this guy. I said it in their interview. I kind of, even though he's he's pretty, he was a really humble guy. And I don't think he fully knows how big of a deal he is in New England. Because I think... I wasn't just kissing his ass. I meant it when I said that he's one of the staples of New England wrestling right now, him and Kylon. But even just as a singles wrestler, uh, there's it's hard to find a New England wrestling card that doesn't have him on it. And there's a reason on that. Bookers want him on because they know that he's going to go out and show out. Uh, it doesn't matter if he's in a tag team match or a singles match. He's, he's going to bring it. And even the companies like GCW, bigger indie companies, see that too because we've seen him on quite a few uh, – scramble matches they're iconic scramble matches he's been in two or three of them so definitely big things are coming uh for this young wrestler that's really hitting his stride right now this is this had, 2022 has been his year and i don't think he's gonna slow down in 2023 no i completely agree and and he'll say later in the interview that he's not a goal person but i can tell you right now that 2023 is going to be dustin waller's year it's going to be the miracle generations year because kylon's also great too and you know i'm just super excited for you guys to hear this interview so we will not hold you back from it any longer ladies and gentlemen here is dustin waller Hello, Top of the Cage listeners. I am Juice, joined by my tag team partner and co-host, Bill, as always. And we have another interview for you. We have uh, Dustin Waller himself, the one half of the Limited Cup Tag Team Champions over in Wrestling Open in Worcester. Worcester, I have to say it like that. <laughs> How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, doing great. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Of course, and um, let's jump right into it. And uh, how was it winning, winning the the first uh, Limited Cup Wrestling Open Tag Team Championship tournament? Yeah, that was that, that was pretty awesome because uh, it was the first ever tournament. It was the first time that 
you know, championships would be announced at Wrestling Open. Um, so it was definitely a cool concept because, you know, always tag tournaments are always fun because they're always long. They always take a lot of time, whether it's weeks or months because of the 16 teams, you know, you can't jam all the matches into one week. So the fans look forward to seeing what's going to happen next. And they look forward to seeing who's going to win the tournament. And it was awesome to just be able to be in the tournament and to, you know, to honor the eliminators. And if you guys watched our final match, we actually <laughs> finished the match with total elimination which was which was amazing and shout out to Paul Crockett on commentary for absolutely <laughs> going crazy and yeah it was, it was it was awesome it was really fun it was a good moment you know because they got the nice trophy they got the medals and it's different it's not just the championship belt like everyone else has it's it's a medal you walk out around your around your neck and it's new and I like it I think it's really it's a really cool concept because whether you know whether people like it or not it's still a championship yeah and how does it feel that uh, beyond in wrestling open, they're never it's Drew's never been about the titles, it's all about, about the story and yeah. just the wrestlers going out there and banging out. But now, you guys, you and uh, you and Kylon are the miracle generation, you're the only champs there. How's it feel to be the only guys with the biggest targets on your backs? Yeah, it's it's you know, it's a, it's a double edged sword at some points because you know, it's great because, like you said, Drew never really did championships at Beyond, like it was more just if there was something for someone to chase for, if there was going to be like a top guy or whatever you want to call it, then you know, it kind of defeats the whole purpose. Everyone's got their own, you know, their own feuds, everyone's at the same level. So, I really enjoy that stuff, but I think it's cool to have the first champions be tag teams because. Tag team wrestling hasn't always been looked at, you know, equally to singles wrestling. And I think over this last year, 2022, like tag team wrestling has just skyrocketed and people have really began to fall back in love with tag team wrestling and like how much fun it really is. So I think it's great to be the first champions. Yeah, in wrestling open, I feel like is a very tag team heavy sort of uh, card. I mean, you guys have faced a long list of tag teams. We've also seen plenty of tag teams come in and out through it. Um, so when the actual like tournament itself was announced, um, did you have like any idea what was going to happen or was it kind of a surprise for you guys? Oh, yeah, we didn't even know the tournament was going to be a thing. We just knew that they were there. They, they had some ideas because we knew that tag team that like they enjoyed tag team wrestling a lot. Like I went over it like. It started when, when me and Kylon first debuted at Beyond and Uncharted Territory, and we were the only tag team match on the on the card. And now sometimes there's four or five, six tag team matches. And it's cool to think that we had some kind of imprint on that because we love tag team wrestling. We me and Kylon didn't start out as tag team wrestlers, but we got into it and it's now now it's one of our most favorite things to do ever. Like <laughs> we love singles, but tag team wrestling is just so much fun. There's so much more you can do, and there's just such a better aspect. So I definitely it was definitely cool when we when we, when we saw the tournament announced because that means that we have all these other teams that we'd be able to share the ring with and be able to wrestle that we never got to before. So we talked about just the vast amount of tag teams that come out of wrestling open. And you even said that there's people you never faced before. Like there's tag teams that appear there that I've never heard of. And I'm glad that open, you know, opens the doors. I mean, were some teams that um you didn't really know were on the radar until you got to share the ring with them at wrestling open or shared the card with them. I wouldn't even say it's wrestling open. I would go all the way back to actually like the, um, damn the rest of all of, uh, of last year, we, uh, we wrestled, uh, an uncharted territory. It was above the rest. It was Gabe sky and Tristan Ty, who we know very well now, but at the time we knew of them, we just never met them. We never, we've never seen them wrestle before. And we'd never seen them wrestle as a tag team before. So that match was, insane because that was like one of me and Kylon's first few like tag matches like ever and that was the match that we actually won the 
Beyond Wrestling the Discovery Gauntlet last year. And that match was crazy because after the match, fans were just throwing money in the ring. And that was a first and a last. No one's ever done that. Well, they've done that once, once after. So twice. It's just, it's crazy when like you see fans respect wrestling so much. So like, it's definitely, I would say guys like above the rest, even, even the Graysons, we knew who the Graysons were. We just never been in the ring with them. Like half the teams at wrestling open we've, we've heard of, we've just never been able to share the ring with them. Even with like Stetson Ranch, we know them. We've never been able to share the ring with them. Like even our brothers, like the Haven, we know them too well, but we've really got to wrestle them at wrestling open. So there's a bunch of things that we've been able to do at wrestling open that we haven't before. And you just mentioned the Haven. Um, I, I know uh, Justin told me that's one of the best wrestling open matches of the year. I myself didn't see it. Um, can you talk a little bit about what went into making that match? And I mean, Justin's rating highly of it. So I'm going to guess what made it such a success. Yeah, that match, it was like such a, it was very unexpected because we were told that we were going to wrestle each other. And we were like, oh, okay, you know, let's, let's do it, I guess. And we just went, we just went absolutely crazy. Cause like, and people always say when you wrestle people that you're comfortable with, it's going to be a 10 times better match with someone you don't know. Like you always, for example, like the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's, they're best friends in real life. They're going to beat the daylights out of each other in the ring. It's actually more painful to wrestle your brothers because they're going to kick the shit out of you. They really are. <laughs> and that's what we did. We just absolutely just beat the dog shit out of each other and just went crazy. And people, we had no idea coming to the back that that was going to be the match of the year, the best match wrestling opens ever seen that people were saying, like, we had no idea. We just knew that we just gave it everything that we had out there. And I'm happy that people can say that it was the best match of the year because it was so much fun. So talk about this you guys being brothers with the Haven, how did the four of you become a faction and become, you know, miracle generation as a whole? Yeah, we, uh, we started training together. All of us. Um, I started training first, then it was the Haven that came in and then Kylon. So we all really started around the same, you know, one, two year range. And we all just hit it off like really quick because we were all, we we're just young guys that really just loved wrestling and just wanted to wrestle and like nothing else. That's all we wanted to do. So, like, since I was a kid, all I wanted to do was wrestle. Like, there's really nothing else that I've ever wanted to do. And the same thing goes for them. So, Haven actually came in to be a tag team. So, they started out as a tag team. They've only done tag team wrestling. And they're starting to do some singles now. So, me and Kailan started as singles. And we ended up joking around here and there. about like, oh, it'd be cool if we can, like, be a group somewhere, you know, do this and then do our thing here and there. But, like, it never really came together until we really did Wrestling Open. Because when me and Kailan got on Uncharted Territory, we were asked like oh you have a tag team name and we were like no we just had the, the we just thought i had our had our little faction that we have with the havens the miracle generation so that's all we got so we're just going to use it so that was kind of just how it was born and then having them come into wrestling open and now the fans know them as miracle generation and now people know the four of us as miracle generation and promoters will hit us up and say oh can we get all four miracle generation and miracle generation like it's really cool to see something that like we've built actually become something that used to be like a joke yeah, and it's definitely unique. I mean, you don't hear about too many factions getting formed. That's like two teams or a team and a team that kind of get put together. And you even yeah. said yourself, I mean, people are asking for it in booking. So like when you do get a booking that asks for all four of you, what's the dynamic like? It, it depends what they want. Because like sometimes people know me and Kai Lon as doing singles and they'll book us as singles competitors. Like um, Fight Life is a company in Rhode Island and they've been putting me and Kyle on predominantly as singles, which is fine because we love doing it. And they put Haven as the tag team, which is how it should be. 
but people enjoy having me and Kai as a team and I enjoy having me as Kai as a team. So it's really whatever you want. They can do singles too. So really we just say whatever you want is whatever, like, you know, whatever you need is whatever, you, whatever you're going to get. Bringing up um, fight life and your, your singles run. I mean, you've been facing guys like uh, Oliver there, TJC recently, right? That was the last yeah. one. Yeah. What's your favorite of those matches so far in the young company that is fight life? Oh man, fight life is awesome. It's really cool. I enjoy it. It's it's definitely a cool experience. Um, because you got all of all of our all of our guys are there. Like all all the new New England scene is there. Like like you said, me, Kylon Haven, Ichi Bond, Ladies and Curls, like TJ Crawford. They got guys like Speedball Mike Bailey coming in to wrestle some of the younger guys. And hopefully that can happen with me. I love the wrestle speedball. He's awesome. But I definitely I've had a lot of good matches there. I enjoyed my match with TJ um a few weeks ago over there. Match with Oliver was awesome. He's sick. You know, that was that was an awesome match. Uh, and just any match really I've had there so far has been awesome. Like every match I've loved in, in, in their own way. Like the, the the venue that they had a few weeks ago was absolutely just beautiful. <laughs> like I don't even know how to describe it. Like it felt like an old school like ring of honor, like like the Tron in the back. Like it was just very, very, very cool. Very cool. So I love Fight Life. And I, I have to ask, just because uh, you're, you're talking about being a singles competitor and a tag wrestler, do you have a preference on which one you like to work? I, I really don't, because sometimes I'm like, yeah, I like singles wrestling more. And then I'm like, no, like, I'm a, like, this tag team wrestling is awesome. Like, I majoritively do tag team wrestling. It's really rare that I do like that, that I do singles now. I think I do singles, like, if one of, like, if me and Kai can't make it on an open, then we'll step in and do a singles match here and there. Like, you've seen that, like, I've wrestled Alec. Guys wrestled Alec. Like I, I wrestled um, Brad Hollister a few a few months ago, and that was awesome. I just wrestled Willie Yuta there. So like, there's a bunch of singles matches that I've had that I like. There's a bunch of tag matches that I like. But like right now, there's not really a preference. Obviously, I would say tag team wrestling because that's what I'm doing the majority of, and it's just so much fun. Was there a part of tag team wrestling when you first started doing that that was a little harder to get used to, or did you or you just felt like you're a natural and you just it came at natural to you as singles wrestling. Tag team wrestling is so much more difficult than singles wrestling. Like it really is. Like there's a lot that goes into it because now you're not thinking about yourself. You also have to think about your tag partner. So like there's a lot of other stuff that same thing with Kai. He, he'll say the same thing. Like it's very, it's a two completely different matches. Like in singles, it's literally just it's you, 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 you. And now in tag team wrestling, you have to focus on someone else. And now two other people across the ring instead of one. And sometimes the matches are a lot longer <laughs> and people are like, Oh, you get to take a break on the outside. It's like, it's not for long though. <laughs> it's like a few seconds, but I, I definitely think that like tag wrestling was definitely hard to get. And me and Kyle are still figuring it out because we've only been seeing them for a little over a year now. I mean, for only being a year together, you guys have great chemistry. That's definitely for sure. I don't know if you can clue us in a little bit on some of the ways you guys build chemistry outside the ring. <laughs> Yeah, we well we we trained together like we trained together so like we've we always used to we actually wrestled so many times we've had so many matches together one on one that like before we before we became a tag team that we we just have so much chemistry and we we hang out all the time like we're pretty much together literally the entire weekend because we have shows whether it's open like tomorrow will be tomorrow Friday Saturday Sunday whatever and then we're just the whole weekend together and sometimes we hang out during the week whether it's to go to the gym or just 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 to study and watch wrestling so. I think chemistry doesn't even build in the ring and most of it just builds out of the ring. 
So we just like to ask for for people who are kind of getting into the wrestling scene or are becoming wrestlers themselves, and maybe it's somebody who did get paired with a tag team partner. Um, you know, do you have any suggestions as somebody that's been doing it for a little over a year? You know, kind of just those maybe those baby steps to start getting chemistry with somebody you might be paired up with. Yeah, just 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 try to if you're if you're close with them, just get together and just hang out. <laughs> Just like if you can become like a tag team like outside of the ring, then you'll be fine. Like me, like me and Kai are literally like we're best friends, and we like we tell everybody that. Like, and it's 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 literally the easiest way to get chemistry with someone is to be comfortable with them. If you're like not too comfortable with somebody, like we when like when you see me and Kyle on the ring, that's just us chilling out at like going to McDonald's, just having fun. Like that's just us. Like that's literally just us. That's also why I feel like we got such a good connection with the crowd at Wrestling Open, is because we're just we're just us. We're like we don't really you know, put on any kind of like hat or anything. Obviously we turn ourselves up to, to 10 and, you know, we go out there and do what we can do, but we're just us at the end of the day. So if you got a tag partner, just, just be who you guys are outside of the ring. You know, don't be afraid just be yourself. Yeah. I feel like the open crowd really is drawn to the characters like that. Like I know for myself, like I love, you know, people like you guys, the miracle generation and um, also definitely a huge fan of Brad Hollister because we had him on the podcast a few weeks ago and like he he is just as eccentric in the ring as he is outside the ring, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, when it comes to building that crowd uh, interaction, you said, you know, just being yourself. But, you know, is there anything else like a little extra and not specifically for the wrestling open crowd, but, uh, you know, any crowd in general that you find works works better maybe something you give as advice for somebody it all all wrestling crowds are completely different like you can go to a fight life crowd and it'd be 10 times different than a wrestling open crowd even a beyond wrestling crowd versus a wrestling open crowd because the white eagle is literally like there's a there's a bar downstairs so sometimes you just have random people that just come in and they're like oh it's wrestling for ten dollars let me see it and then they get absolutely shit-faced and they don't even know what's going on they just see this giant ring and people are fighting and you have to wrestle in front of people like they don't know what wrestling is. That's the bit. That's the best piece of advice I've got. Walk out the curtain not knowing, not not knowing that they don't know wrestling. Like pretend that they have no idea what wrestling is. Pretend that they have no idea who you are. And that's some of the best advice that that Drew gives to all the guys. Is he just says like even if even if you're one of the top guys here, pretend they have no idea who you are. Never expect anything from the fans. That's the that's that's just to keep it so never expect anything from them because they don't they don't wrestling doesn't owe you anything. And you've heard that so many times, but like definitely walk out and not expecting that the fans don't know who you are. That's definitely great advice, but um it tends not to be an issue when it comes to wrestling open because that crowd is always just so hot for everyone, every single match. It's one of the most unique and most fun crowds you get to be a part of. What's it like just seeing that environment and like being so it's very, it's more interactive too, since there's no like barriers, like you guys can get tossed into the crowd. Sometimes it's the crowd members catching you guys after a fall. Yeah. That the the crowd is, it's awesome. Like I remember the first time me and Kai uh, went up to beyond, it was just like, cause we've seen all the clips, you know, we've watched all the footage, like one of our, one of like one of our best friends, Richard holiday. He's the one that pretty much like helped us get there. And he would be the one wrestling at Beyond Wrestling and be like, we see the fans are right on the ring. And we're like, that must be crazy. Because we've never been a part of anything like that ever, like at all, where the fans are like right there and they can see you and they can damn near slide in the ring if they want to. Like, it's definitely a crazy atmosphere. And seeing Wrestling Open grow 
from literally episode one where there was like 30, 45 people there all scattered around to now being like drawing 250 people, almost 300 people and like filling this place up and having growing an actual fan base. That's just, it's just awesome because it's a very natural homegrown fan base. Do you have like a really memorable interaction at open with fans? Maybe something you just didn't see coming something yeah. like that. I have two, but the one is on my birthday last month. Um, I, I wrestled my birthday fell on open and I remember the, the week or week or two before Alex's birthday was on open and they just coded him with streamers. And I was like, Oh, that's so sick. Like, that'd be cool. If they did that for me. But I'm like, I, I always go into a match down. Like they don't, they don't know who I am, but they're not, they don't, you know, they don't, they're not going to do anything. So it was a giant eight man tag that we had. I think it was myself, Kai, uh, Ichiban and Tyree Taylor. And it was main event. Brad Hollister and Steve Stetson. And it was, it was the main event. And we walked out there and literally the second we hopped in the ring, they just coated the ring with yellow, red and yellow streamers. And like, they just kept coming. They just never, like, it was just, they were just coating the ring. And that was so unexpected because it was awesome just to see like, like the fan, like the fan base is like, so it's, it's, like, it's like they're not even fans or like family, like realistically, because they come over to the merch table and they just talk to you for a while and you know they just want to see how you're doing you want to see how they're doing like there's one fan that had a that had a kid uh, during like the early seasons of wrestling open and they made a cardboard cutout of them and put them in the crowd just because they couldn't be there and like so like the fan base is awesome so i definitely think me getting just coded with streamers on my birthday was awesome so unexpected now you said you had two, so I don't know oh, if the second was a little bit worse. <laughs> oh no, it was it was great. It was definitely my my match with with Yuta. Definitely the the I was very nervous for the reaction that I was going to get because I'm like, okay, like I I know that they like me, but I'm this is Wheeler Yuta, like this is like beyond when you think of beyond wrestling, you think of Wheeler Yuta. That is beyond wrestling, and I know that that was a beyond wrestling crowd because they drew like 300 plus people, like that was the biggest attendance we've ever had. And I'm just like, oh my God, I don't know how this is going to go. And I walked out and got such a good reaction. And it was like, let's go Flash. Let's go Yuta. Let's go. It was like so 50-50. And it just, it just hyped me up so much. And like the crowd definitely got me into that match for sure. That's awesome to hear because we were both in the crowd for that match. And um, we were, I was actually curious about that too. Like before the match, I'm like, I'm curious how like split the crowd's going to be because Yuta, as you said, that's, He's been the face of beyond for a while uh, and he's just so personal and really interacts with the fans so much. And then you're, you're the tag champ, man. And you're also like personal, one of the favorites, like everyone talks about Alec price being the ACE. I think you're right up there too. And um, yeah. And I, I was expecting a little lean toward Wheeler Utah, but it was, it was split down the middle and you guys just burned the house down. It was a really great match guys. Well, Dustin. <laughs> well, th thank you. Yeah, that match was so much. That was so much fun. Like Wheeler is like really freaking good, and I've said that. Like I've I've known that. <laughs> so that was definitely it. Was it was a very unexpected match too. Like I was not expecting to get Yuta when they announced that Yuta was going to be there. I was like, oh, that's freaking awesome. And then I see the match posted, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, here we go. Time to put on freaking working shoes. What's up? <laughs> it's time to go. Like it was it was definitely a really crazy experience. But like definitely the crowd, I, I had no idea. That was actually my biggest fear, not even the match. I was like, if this crowd like leans towards him, I'm not going to know what to do. Like, <laughs> I'm not like, if they start booing me, I'm going to be like, damn, what I like, you know, 
I really had no idea what the crowd was going to be like, but they were just perfect. And like you said, the, my, my, uh, my, my, my profile picture on Zoom, that's actually from the entrance from the Utah match. I saw a fan with a wrestling open flag and I was like, this is just, it was just, it was just a different night. That, that, that night was awesome. No, that, that truly was a special night. And I actually, that was my first time ever going to wrestling open was at that show. Mm -hmm. So you guys definitely left an imprint on me. And it's, I think it's just so funny because Wheeler actually was the, was, I don't remember if he was the main event or one of the co-mains, at least of the first show I ever went to for beyond in general, he was fighting Jeff Cobb. And like, mm -hmm. I, that was like one of my first experiences to Wheeler. Um, Cause I was a little unfamiliar from him on the Indies. Um, and then once he got to AEW, I was like, okay, I, I recognize this dude. I love this dude. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, like you said, he, he is just one of those guys that I associate with beyond especially, but um, you know, like, like you said, I mean, you guys tore the house down. I was so, so impressed with that match. And I, I was screaming. I, I'll admit I, I might've been on the Wheeler side. I, I won't lie, but <laughs> I'm a little bit of a Wheeler fanboy around here, but, <laughs> but if you were to get him uh, again in a match, would you want to be like another just straight up singles match? Or would you maybe want to take a stipulation to it? Oh, we could, I'm down to do, I'm not to do it a hundred times again. Like it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Like he is just, a, just such an awesome person. Like he's just awesome. Just a great guy and such a good wrestler. Like so good. The one thing I was nervous about was I'm not a technical wrestler at all. And I'm like, he is going to tie me up like a pretzel. I'm done. I was like, oh, that's it. Like, I, like I'm not at all technical. So that was also another fear going into it, but I'm down to do anything. I'm down to, you know, cause I know him and hot sauce, uh, Tracy Williams and freaking hot wheels. That's, well, I'm down to do a tag match. Like, <laughs> like we wanted to wrestle hot wheels last year, but yeah, I'm, I'm down to have that magic a hundred times again. So uh, like we just mentioned, you know, you, you and Wheeler, obviously great match and to open, but who are some other guys um, who have been, you know, beyond staples that you would like to see come over to wrestle and open? Oh, there's, there's so many that already have, like there's, there's, there's literally so many guys that have always came over. And the best thing about having like other talent come over, is they always do seminars before the show. So that's also another great thing is whenever people pitch, guys to come in guys or girls to come in it's just they always do a seminar beforehand so i'd love like like yuda there's so many like even so like it's that's a tough question because there's so many beyond like originals that could just come through and just absolutely blow people out of the water like even uh john silver he came by and wrestled cpa and that was awesome <laughs> that was really cool like having dark order come by through uncharted um sometimes like even they can come in and do a tag seminar i know infinity beyond came through and did a seminar and they 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 did a they did a match and like there's so many people like i can't even i can't even name one right now but like any like anyone literally just any beyond original can come by at any time like we're, we're always welcome so i mean you're talking about beyond originals and big beyond events we got the biggest beyond event coming up just in a few weeks, the restival. And you got quite a few matches. You have like three in one day, I think. Well, it, possibly three in one day. The, the end of the T4 summit tag team tournaments has come to a close and you're in the quarterfinals. And if you win the quarterfinals, you wrestle the same night in the semifinals. And I think you have another title match that same day in a uh, blitzkrieg ladder ladder war. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How are that, you preparing for that and gonna 
how you think you hold up? That's three tough matches in a in a row. Yeah, the re- the rest of it was gonna be awesome for sure. We were on the rest of it last year. We were in three. We were on every night unexpectedly. We were only supposed to be on um, Uncharted because for the Discovery Gauntlet, and then we ended up getting put on Heavy Lies of the Crown the next night, and then we got put on the first ever episode of Wrestling Open the night after. And it's just it's so. It's crazy to think about because last year we were like, yeah, we want to have so many matches on this year's wrestling. They do it again. And now we do. And it's, it's awesome. Like we're really looking forward to, we have wrestling open on that Thursday. Um, I think they just announced, I think it was, I think this show was called like, we love, like we love to wrestle. Don't quote me on that, but I don't know what it was, but it was something. They, they just announced what the show is called. They got Blitzkrieg is, is on there. Yeah. We have a, a ladder match or I think it's, or they say ladder hell. So whatever that means, it's going to, it's, it's going to hurt. But those are for the tag titles over at Blitzkrieg. And then, yeah, the T4 Summit. That's the T4 Summit we're looking so forward to because if we can be the first ever IWCV Tag Team Champions, that'd be insane. That would be crazy. But, yeah, so right now I think our first match is with Infinity Beyond. So that would be an awesome match. And if we end up going through them, then we'll have another match. And however they want to determine the finals. So it's it's going to be a lot of wrestling that weekend for sure. So if you do uh, end up making it to the finals, who would you like to see in the finals? Me, so me and, me and Kailan already know who we'd love to wrestle in the finals. We'd love to wrestle Balances Forever in the finals. Just for the strict reason that we want to wrestle them again, and we wrestled them last year at the wrestle. So if it could be like a year, and it like if, we, if it could literally be like a year to the day or a year to the, to the weekend that we wrestled them, that would just be awesome. Like, Win, lose, or draw, it would just be cool to have that like that that moment of like we wrestled you guys when no one even knew our names, and now everyone at Worcester knows us, and it would like the crowd would be so into that match, and I, we just want to wrestle them again because they're awesome guys, and we didn't get to yet that we want to, but I I think anyone on that list, anyone out of the the quarter or the semis is like definitely someone we'd love to wrestle. Like I know Culture Inc has been wanting to wrestle us for a long time. All the guys from this like even guys from the south, like there's so many guys coming up from all around, like C4. We want to wrestle them. There's so many, like literally anybody. <laughs> and you mentioned, um, you know, some promotions from the South and C4, obviously up in, uh, that's up in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. And you yourself, I know you've done a few since in like New Jersey, Illinois. Um, have you, or do you coming up in 2023, have any plans to wrestle more outside of New England or maybe out of the country? Oh yeah, we'd love to. We absolutely, we definitely want to, we, we definitely want to go to C4. We just got to get up. We got to get some passports. <laughs> got to get those because that that those are those will be needed. But we definitely want to go over to C4. Definitely want to go to Canada. Um, we've been we've been going to Black Label, which is in Indiana. Um, it's 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 rough because a lot of the majority of wrestling and, and independence right now is really just crammed in the in the Northeast. I think it really is, and like whether it's in Mass, Jersey, Rhode Island, New York, like it's just all in that one for us, like two hour radius because we're in Connecticut. So everything's just the other direction. There's not really much in Connecticut. So everything's really in mass, like Rhode Island, all, the, all those places. But we definitely want to get out to as, as much as possible. We want to keep going to Black Label in Indiana because those trips are awesome. Um, but yeah, we want to absolutely just go anywhere, just literally anywhere, anywhere we can. But definitely Canada's on the list for 2023 for sure. That's great. And of course, we have to ask, you know, as we are coming to the end of 2022, is there any other big plans for Dustin Waller coming up in 2023? As of right now, not really. Like I'm not, I'm not a huge goal person. 
I don't really have, have too many goals. Like me and Kyle are different with that. He has a lot of goals. I don't really have too many. Like for me, my, my next goal is my next match. I just try to make it the best thing, the best it possibly can be. So as of that, it's, it's tomorrow wrestling open. <laughs> we got, I think, I think it's us. It's miracle ones, us and Ichiban versus the main event and Pedro. So we wrestled them a hundred times and we're just going to beat the crap out of each other. It's going to be fun. So should be good. And obviously the one goal right now is definitely the rest. We'll just have that. Have wrestle go well. Just want wrestle to be just as successful as it can be. And just, we're just going to go out there and give it a hundred percent every single match. All, however many matches we have. <laughs> For restful, do you guys usually stay there too for the few days, or how does that work? Last year we didn't. We just would. We just went back and forth for my because we didn't know we were going to be on every rest every show. And it's, the White Eagle is about an hour and a half from my house, so we all just stayed at my place and we'll go up. I think me and Kai are actually going to get a hotel up there <laughs> this 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 weekend because we know we're probably going to be on there two of the three days. And even if we just want to be there to watch, we were just, might as well just stay up there instead of having to drive back and forth all the whole weekend. That's a good plan. And it's a stacked card. Uh, we see Prestige there. Prestige is there for the first time, I think, right? That's awesome. Yeah, Prestige is definitely a place you want to get to as well. There, yeah. I'd love to see, see you guys that. face uh, Motor City Machine Guns and Prestige. Yeah, I know they're going to be there that weekend, so hopefully we can – have them maybe watch one of our matches if they're there. So, but yeah, they're awesome. So that would be one hell of a match for sure. Yeah, I know that's one of Juice's favorites. I know if he has a tag team that he likes, he fantasy books against them. So, <laughs> yeah, well, we, yeah, love, we love Motor City. They're all, we get most of our stuff from them. They're like, they're so innovative with tag team wrestling. And they're guys that are also heller, like killer freaking singles guys. Mm-hmm. And they're also a killer tag team. So, like, we definitely take a lot of our stuff from them for sure. And I think that's a good little transition uh, as we come to the end of the episode here. Um, we do have one final question for you. It's a kind of cliche question, I won't lie, um, but it's a potential two part depending on how you answer it. Um, so, we would like to ask you what would be your dream match of all time? Now, it can be a singles match, tag team, triple threat. Any sort of match, any sort of stipulation, and it can be anybody in history, any arena, any venue in history. And, um, you know, like I said, it's it's your dream. So you can tell us how you want to live it. We won't judge you. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'll, I'll go to I'll get I'll, I'll try to go singles and tag. I think for tag, there's so many teams like there's like there's so many teams that me and Kyle want to face. I'm going to I'm going to go like realistic. <laughs> A very real, a realistic match we could have. I'm not gonna be like, oh, we want to face the Hardy Boys tomorrow. Like, no, like, uh, but like, um, I definitely like. We definitely love um the the Briscoes. So the Briscoes would definitely be an awesome match anywhere. Like, we don't care where it is. We'll we'll do it anywhere. <laughs> we'll do it in someone's backyard. Like, we just want to wrestle the Briscoes. That would be cool. Obviously, FTR is an awesome team. So like, any of like, we like we always talk about how tag team wrestling, and I was saying it earlier, how tag team wrestling is like grown in 2022. And that's not even just on the independence. That's also on like TV and like tag team wrestling has really became like a staple in wrestling. Like people enjoy tag team wrestling. Now it used to be like fucking the popcorn break, you know, go, go grab a drink. But like now like tag team wrestling is interesting. So I think out of like dream matches, just any like of the top tag teams, like even motor state machine guns, like there's so many dream matches that we could have. But I think one that we want to have before they they retire is Rock, Rock and Roll Express. 
<laughs> that would be cool because they're still out there doing some things. That that would be that would be a really cool match to have. And singles, man, there's so many. Like obviously the go-tos would be Ricochet and Will Ospreay. But not even a dream match, just a match that I think I could have really good someone I could have a really good match, which is Nick Lane. I I know, you know, I've when I when I've been up, up at GCW, we've talked a few times and I'm like, dude, we just gotta we gotta wrestle sometimes. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like for sure. So anywhere that match can happen would be fine with me. <laughs> That's a great answer, too. I I know Juice is probably happy with that. <laughs> Nick, Nick fucking Wayne. <laughs> I love Nick Wayne. Yeah, he's awesome. So I did say that was a potential two-parter. And technically, when people, we ask that question, they give us non-active wrestlers, but you gave us all active wrestlers in that question. So it's going to be the same question, but this time exclusively non-active wrestlers. Non-active, okay. Non-active wrestlers? Hmm. I'm trying to think. For a tag team? Hmm. I'm just trying to think of too many non-active tag teams. That's tough for for singles. For singles, probably like everyone can go like like the go to like you know Eddie Guerrero, because like you, I think I feel like anybody could have a, an awesome match with Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> but I feel like um, uh, either Eddie or uh, definitely like Randy Savage. I think I think I think an old school wrestling match would be a lot of fun. Would be like just definitely a lot of fun. Um. And I'll stay non-active because it's they they don't they don't wrestle. our trainer Paul Roma I would love we'd love to do like Power and Glory Hercules and Hercules and Roma would be a would be a cool because we use their we use their finish so and they invented it so I think that it's only fitting to wrestle our <laughs> to wrestle our trainers. So when you use somebody's finish, I, I know we're getting close to the end of time here, but I just got to ask: when you do use somebody's finish like that, do you ask for their blessing? Oh yeah, we definitely asked Paul. We said like it's always it's always funny the way that he explains it is like, oh, can I do your elbow drop? He's like, you can do it. It's not going to be better than mine, but go for it. Like that's like that's how he always likes to to say it. And the way that he would describe the powerplex, which everyone tries to do it, and I don't make fun. I don't usually try to make fun of anyone, but no one does it like Paul and Hercules would, because the way that Paul would describe the way that he described it that he came up with it was just driving to a show and his fingers were on the dashboard and he was describing to Hercules how they were going to do it. One guy would do the superplex and one guy would do the splash. Some people do the superplex where then it lands and then they jump. It's supposed to be the same time. That's 10. It's so much more dangerous for everyone involved, but it's also what makes it so cool. So like, I like, I, there's so many guys that try to do it, but they don't do it like Paul, like Paul and her, like her did it. We try to do it like that sometimes, but sometimes it's, I'm just like, I just see Kai up there giving the super, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like terrifying. Like I have to, I, you know, I don't even know where they're gonna land, and I just have to jump and just go. So like, it's definitely the timing. So yeah, we definitely asked him. We said, could we do the powerplex? And he was like, if you can try and do it like us, go for it. And I was like, we'll try, but like, <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a shot. The only thing we switch up is I think Hercules did a second rope superplex, and Kai does a top rope superplex. So we kind of switched it up, but yeah, definitely, we definitely do ask <laughs> for sure. Well, that's great to hear, and I'm very happy to hear that because it is a pretty sweet move. I'm not going to lie. So if that got <laughs> lost to history, I'd be sad. <laughs> All right, Dustin. Well, 
officially with the last few minutes of our show here, we like to let our guests plug and promote anything they have going on, be it appearances they got coming up, social medias, merch, anything like that. So uh, with that, the floor is yours. Yeah, uh, social medias are all uh, at it's Dustin Waller, and whether it's Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok, um, uh, for merch, prowrestlingtees.com slash Dustin Waller. Um, me and Kai got all brand new shirts literally last week. So if you ever over, over at Wrestling Open, um, we'll be there tomorrow, uh, Saturday, Northeast Wrestling. We're going to be over there. So I think that's in Danbury, Connecticut. Either is that, is that, or no, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> Some bad with the shows. It's at their, at their, uh, the NEW arena. I'm blanking on the, on the, I thought on the that panel. was Danbury. Is it Danbury? No, is that because Adrian went to is Danbury? It, it's too, Bethany. Beth- yeah, Bethany. 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 Bethany, that's the go-to, NEW Arena and Bethany. So we're there on Saturday. And yeah, wrestling open every Thursday. As Drew always says it, every Thursday forever. So <laughs> that's that's usually where you can find us. Very cool. Well, Dustin, again, thank you so much, Bradley, for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you tonight. No, thank you for having us. I appreciate it. And that was Dustin Waller joining us on top of the cage for another interview. I uh, loved having on. He's, I mean, I said in an intro, intro I said during an interview, uh, he's, a, he's a stallion in a ring. Expect just banger after banger after banger from him. And 2023, even more bangers. Hopefully we get that Motor City machine gun match. Cause he said that they draw stuff in it. And it's very obvious. I, I think that's why I gravitate gravitate toward that miracle generation so much because that's my uh comparison that's always been my comparison so it was really funny that he also that's on purpose it's not just a coincidence so hopefully they'll lunk up a restable and maybe plan something i don't know maybe get on uh alex shelley and chris saban's radar maybe we'll see one of them come over to open that would be really fun i would be there in a heartbeat if i saw that match on the book yeah that would draw I think that would break the record that they set with Utah or get very close to it. Yep. And we have seen uh, Shelly in beyond before. I know he's defended the IWTV belt against uh, Ruby Soho on uh, one of the Fet Forevers. Saban, I think might've been too, but I'm not positive about that. If you're a beyond fan, definitely let us know if that's true. But I, I think you said it best juice and we said it in the intro as well. I love Dustin Waller. He's a super humble guy. And, you know, I think definitely, um, you know, understands the the momentum he's getting. And, you know, I, I think it couldn't happen to a better guy, better group with Miracle Generation as a whole. And I'm super excited to see what they have coming up. And, you know, if you're an up and coming wrestler and you're a tag team wrestler, I think this one's a good interview and a good listen for you, too, because he gives out some good wisdom. And, yeah, I'm super excited to see what Dustin has coming up in 2023. And I'm also excited to see what we have coming up in 2023 too, Juice. Yeah, maybe like I said in our interview with Dustin, maybe we'll try to tackle the four guests at the same time, six-person podcast. Big uh, hill. I saw uh, the Queen Indies, Tiffany, she did it with all four of them. And um, I was impressed because I interviewed four people at the same time, especially when it would be the two of us co-hosting oh that would be quite the challenge but we'll see maybe it'll happen yeah we might have to outsource the editing on that one uh 
<laughs> but if you guys want to see that, uh, we are more than willing to at least try it. You should let us know on social media, though, if that's something you'd want to see. And Juice, where can the people find us on social media? Yeah, capital T uh, on Twitter. Well, I'll tell you where first. Uh, Twitter, capital T, capital O, capital T, capital C, underscore, capital P, lowercase O, lowercase D. That's our uh, Twitter handle. Instagram, T. O T C underscore P O D same all lowercase though this time around. And as we come crashing down to the mat on this episode of top of the cage, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify and you do not leave us a five-star review, that means that you specifically you, that person not leaving us that five-star review will not get five-star content. And that is just a fact. Fact. And again, Thank you all so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time.